Joel and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we stand, the Wurundjeri people and the Kurnagunai people respectively. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to the Cinemanx podcast. I'm your host, Joel Anderson, and today we've got Matt and Nat with us. That's me. Say hello, I'm Matt. I'm the boy who did the podcast with the man who did the intro, and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. You did a I like great to, um, intro. I wa- want you to imagine uh, uh, sort of uh, me lying down on a operation table, and I've got a big mic. I'm emceeing <laughs> the event. Is this? And what? And and I, I say the words I say table? I say Is um, human sacrifice. I say hello and welcome to the Cinemax podcast. And then out from my chest bursts the Alan. No, <laughs> His name is me. Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. And you run around. And then I, you know that, I slide across you know the that table one? like a yo-yo. <laughs> you know that one bit where the alien runs away yeah. and it's and it's a little little baby it's a little alien. Alan, yeah. <laughs> it's like <"Wee!" laughs> wait, hold on. We did the movie. We started talking about the. We did that fun thing that we do where we start the podcast and then instead of like you know doing any sort of like proper intro, we just start giggling about like oh remember that one part of the movie that we haven't mentioned yet. This week we're doing oh. Alan. It's nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. Ripley Scott's Alan. It's the Skibbly one about rops. it's what the one about that tall guy who walks around inside of a big metal box and mm-hmm. he does a little <laughs> does a little, some good little scares and he's a big boy. Um, it's about a crew, a ragtag one, it's and a ragtag the, bunch of youngsters, and one of them is just way more attractive than the rest, and she's the last one left. Wait, oh, oh okay, I was wondering which one you were going to say because I think that yeah. all of them are pretty attractive. Dallas has got his own, especially sort of the charm. Alan. Yeah, Alan, Alan is very attractive. Dude, I've got some things to say about how that Alan is actually real horny. He's a real sexy, horny Alan. Um, well, all the HR puffing stuff's well, art is that's extremely a different horny. HR, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, this is a movie that um, I watched, and that's all. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. I love you. Um, so when did you first watch this? I first watched... So I had this strange period of um, mental I health had a issues. Dis- <laughs> uh, actually, actually... Oh, sorry. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's okay. I had to do some mental health issues. Not even, not even mental health issues. I mean, I think it's just high school. Um, I also think it was <laughs> the time when I started smoking weed, like, consistently by myself, which maybe that's... Now that I think about it, maybe that's uh, more related to the mental health issues than, like, high school and these movies, but... Anyway, um, in like year 11, I, I decided to just like start just watching all these movies, just like ticking them off. So like instead of doing homework every night, I would go home and just like, I don't know, eat and play Xbox until like 9 p.m. or 11 p.m. And then I would just watch a movie. So in that time, I watched, I think, all of the Fast and Furious movies in like a, a week or two. And then I also watched Alan 1 to 3. And uh, yeah, it was. A, I remember like so. Alan, all of these movies just Alan goes blend to together. space and aliens. Aliens, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, all these, all of them, because I watched them all sort of in the same sort of period of weird brain time. I think they all sort of started to blend together. So I was like, oh, yeah, the Alan he steals a DVD player and he drives a race car and he like I live my life fourteen <laughs> Alans at a time, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, and that was, uh, yeah, that was a weird period in my life. What about you? When did mm-hmm. you first see it? So, I don't remember. 
I know I had seen this movie at some point, but from it, like, to be realistic, I basically saw the movie for the first time when I watched it this time, which was so cool. Like, I fucking love this movie. It is spectacular. It is a spectacle. And and I guess I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Like, yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. In, in, in fact, watching it, I think I, I sort of remembered, like, how good it was and then, like, watching some video essays and everything and people would... Well, I don't know, people say whatever the fuck they want video essays, but a lot of people yeah. were like, it's one of... Arguably one of the greatest movies of all time. And I was like, well, I don't know about that, but it is definitely well, regarded very highly, like... To be fair, you can say that about any movie. You can't say that about any movie. Because <laughs> one of... That's a good thing about that phrase. Saying one of one and of arguably. Movies, yeah, that's right. <laughs> saying it's one of the best movies of all time. That list of best movies of all time could be 10 million movies long. <laughs> Elmo and Grouchland, arguably one of the possible best movies <laughs> ever made sometimes. Treasure the Planet's definitely on the list of good to bad movies of all time. Depending how you look on it, where the, the wild wilder people are. were <laughs> is the best MILF of all time. Is that the best MILF? <laughs> yeah, I said movie. I don't Monster know what you're talking about. Monster I'd like about. to fuck. <laughs> movie I'd like to fuck. M- Malian. <laughs> Malin I'd like to fjork. Alien. Alien. <laughs> um, How did they get the lighting so good in this movie? Uh, they it's shot it so all in space. Good. Actually, they shot it all in space. Yeah. It's fucked up. Um, yeah. So this is nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy nine. Which this is the which year is funny I was to me born. because oh really? Yeah. That makes you ten years old. <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> that makes me they, alien. <laughs> they um. To me, this movie is like a real 80s movie. I didn't realise it was yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, it is very 80s, especially all the fucking computer stuff. It's so fucking yeah. 80s. Like, it's a Gorney Weaver's hair. Yeah, true. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, no, nah, it's 1979, so I don't know. You consider, it, you consider that basically 80s. But um, yeah. but in terms of, like, to put it basically in context... Basically 80s. <laughs> That's a mixtape I'm making. Basically 80s. Um, <laughs> I To put it in context, it's like... This is two years after Star Wars, and you can see a lot of the Star Wars um, sort of influences with basically just, like, it's a movie in space where, like, all of the space stuff is... uh, The term used future I came across a few times, which I think is, like, very good. It's, like, that dirty sci-fi kind of thing, like, lived-in world, and also just, like, 2001 Space Odyssey and also Star Wars, just, like, grand uh, sort of orchestra music and space which is you know they really just smashed that shit out the park didn't they it's fucking great just yeah. like shit floating through space with these big old strings just going but this movie looks better than star wars does oh big call i i think uh, the original star the first star wars yeah actually i probably agree is age that. better yeah uh, yeah like definitely, the, definitely the definitely. practical yeah. effects are top tier they in are. fact the i was watching with my brother pretty fucking good too yeah that's true that's true they have a whole they're, robot in it yeah they don't have they've any got, like allens. two little robots and, yeah. they, and they talk about it yeah yeah and they have um, allens times 100 i watched it with my brother and he was like uh they blow up along, along the lines of uh practical fi- or 
effects in movies will never be this good because they don't do it practically. Yeah. Which isn't true because people do do <laughs> do poo. Do. poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do do practical effects and even better because, you know, technology is advanced. Uh, advanced. advanced. <laughs> <laughs> technology um, is advanced. But it's so shocking to see this be that good. Yeah. Like, because no. the alien. Like, that alien it just puppet, looks so good. Yeah. Or not alien puppet, the alien suit, which I will talk a lot yeah. more about, is like. There was like a lot of shit that went into that. Um, and like the mm-hmm. sets were also just like. A lot of slime and. Very. And, <laughs> the, the set, and lube. And, and condoms. Um, the yeah. sets were also just like very. The, so. Fox, um, when oh, this no. movie uh, was Not being produced, um, or, or no, when it was like the script was being done, um, yeah, uh, Ridley Scott pitched it to Fox, and they were like, "Oh yeah, not fucking not bad. We'll give you some money to do that." And then well, while yeah. uh, I think while they were like starting production or something, Ridley Scott Ridley Scott was like, "Yo, I want more money for this." So he drew literally like drew up a storyboard and showed it to Fox, and they were like. Actually, this looked pretty cool. We're gonna double the money that we gave you earlier. Wow. So they did have a lot of fucking money to work with, and like you know, it's Fox, it's like one of the biggest production companies, um, mm-hmm. which is you know now owned by the motherland Disney. Um, anyway, I want to get into a little bit of the interesting stuff, um, which is not necessarily gonna be. Some of it's gonna be a little bit uncomfortable. Like trigger warning, probably briefly mention rape. Uh, in this just as like an allegory setting um but yeah if you would rather skip that just skip ahead like two minutes or something i'll need to talk about really quickly but one of the things i came across a few times in like watching video essays and doing a bit of research for this movie was like um analysis wise the alien and its life cycle has been interpreted as an allegory for rape um as in like the sort of unconsensual entering of another person's body and that, like, in a violent fashion, and then, like, basically, you know, giving, uh, implanting an unwanted baby and stuff, which is, like, you know, that's pretty heavy, but it's also a very interesting thing that, like, a stupid, crazy sci-fi movie, I don't know, I, I can't speak to the writers whether that was their intention, but, like, it's an interesting thing for them to, an interesting bunch of decisions for them to have made, um, and also just, like, as a sort of political statement, pretty fucking powerful, because there's no way that anyone would be like yeah that's that's okay like kane was asking for it you know so anyway next thing um the 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 thing about horror like space horror i this movie is considered a horror movie but like when i think of horror is a pretty fucking broad genre so like yes it's a horror movie whatever but like especially modern horror when i think of horror i think about like um the Babadook or, like, you know, The Conjuring or some of those bigger, cheap ones. Well, actually, not cheap, but, like, cheap aesthetic-wise. Um, and this is, like, a very different type of horror. Um, I think because one of the things that stood out to me was uh, just, like, the fact that space is such, like, an unknown for humanity. There, there's It's sort of the opposite end of the spectrum of um, the horror at home, as, as it's been termed. So, like horror in a um more like domestic space like in the babadook or something where it's literally just like a mother and a son and there's like some supernatural elements to it but it is sort of just like the otherwise normal setting of regular people 
Um, and that's part of why it fucks us up so much because it's like, that, again, with, with the Babadook, that's also sort of an allegory for mental health, which is another very real life thing, right? So like, it's easy for us to parallel, like to put ourselves in the shoes of the um, protagonist and be like, oh, that's like, you know, that's like my house or that's like my normal family situation, which is then fucked up by some ungodly beast or something. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum is this kind of thing where it's like yeah. it's space, it's in the future, and like it's so far in the, the unknown that like the sheer sort of um, our inability to know what the fuck is going on and like that, just that idea that like space is so big that you can never really know what the fuck is going on there is like i find that very terrifying in the same way that like yeah. the deep ocean is so terrifying so like that's it's like sci-fi but yeah. spookify yeah yeah spookify <laughs> which is my um which horror movie my new scream- streaming service <laughs> screaming service uh, <laughs> yes! we're, tra- we're both getting we're trying to get there and you stumbled up <laughs> stumbled up to it um but yeah so and and then obviously the alien the design of the alien is just like insane it's like nothing that has ever happened before mm-hmm. um do you know much about hr giga i do i know a bit about hr giga but i'm pretty sure you know more do you want to spit some facts to be honest like i i, I he's one of those artists that i've looked in at the in the past like looked at their wikipedia page a few times in the past yeah um which i really did Really, like, I, I'd rather just talk about what the art is itself because his story is quite... Um, well, uh, to be honest, you have to talk about both because his yeah. story is, is, is very much part of his art um, and that is very present in this film. We see it, make a, it makes a lot of sense, the uh, uh, metaphor for rape, mm. um, considering the subject matter for a lot of his his art and also just um i guess it's it, this is sort of a uh, a bit of a commentary on on i guess nature nature's tendencies yeah um because this 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 alan is meant to be the most uh uh i think they even say it in the film like this is the most uh tough most, Son of a bitch yeah, <laughs> of all time. They, they, like it's suited to to everything. Ash, uh, it I can think survive anything. Ash, the the cyborg android dude, yeah. calls it like the most perfect creature. <laughs> the or milk, something. the milkman, the milk boy. That's right, the milky man. Um, well, the man who gets covered in cum milk. <laughs> the man who's filled with milk. Um, the icy yeah. milk puritan. <laughs> yeah, he calls it like the most perfect being or something, which is also yeah. like that's like another part of this that's so fucking cool is that it's also kind of like philosophical in yeah like ashes ashes sort of conquest about like you know being um for like scientific purposes like the first intelligent life that has been discovered it's like well yeah it kind of does make sense to prioritize that over human life but in the same way yeah. these people these characters that we know like of course we don't want them to die so yeah, yeah it's like well it's, it's kind of a, it's it's a bit silly like that that idea yeah. like but I, the point of it, though, I think is to be a little bit of a shot on commercialism, I guess, yeah. because um, the idea is that they are going to wherever they're going, which isn't really talked about what they're, they're going even. To Earth. They got, no, but they're going away from Earth, right? No, they're going to um, Earth. Yarf. Oh, they're from going somewhere home. else. 
Yeah, yeah, they've been oh, like okay. out because yeah, yeah. they're they're like a towing vehicle. They're basically like truckers. <laughs> they're, yeah, yeah, they're like a towing vehicle. Intergalactic and bringing, truckers. Yeah, they're bringing shit back to the I don't know to home to the to the colonies. So I guess it is talked about, but I was just too uh, <laughs> looking at the lights. Um, <laughs> You're trying to find the Alan. Cool in the lights. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's Alan in the background. I've ever of seen every shot. Movie. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Um, um, having the 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 workers are exploited by the company. Um, in this case, they are killed by the Alan. Yeah, and I do, um, I do. That's that's kind of what um, so much eighties and nineties, especially like, not that this is a children's movie, but like so much like young adult uh, movies and literature in like eighties and nineties was all about like the rich guys and like the big companies were evil. Like the bad yeah. guy was always like that suit wearing motherfucker, like in uh, in Mario Bros. Um, and like yeah. in the, in that sense, this movie you don't see a motherfucker in a suit, but like they do talk about the company as in like, like literally some of the first conversations that crew is having is about like pay disputes and everything. Like it's all, yeah. it's all very like um, corporate. From and that, there. that sort of, uh, that, that really hooked me in because uh, I didn't expect that that to be what the dialogue yeah. was like to be uh, first of all it's it's pretty um almost pedestrian yeah. they're just like talking like some some yeah, truckers on a ship shit. almost yeah, yeah they're, they're just shooting the robot shit yeah. and th- then the robot probably a metaphor for the cold human uh inhumane fucking capitalist shit or something i don't know it's 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 Big some words. some shit <laughs> some um, shit <laughs> so hr giga he remembers his own birth and he remembers it Wait, as really? being a struggle yeah <laughs> what the fuck yeah so he we're really starting from the beginning he has now, nightmares huh? he ha- he has these repeating nightmares about being born and um because he, I, I'm not sure what the medical term term is, but it's where you're you you're not making it out, and then you need to use forceps to pull you out, oh, forcibly. Cool. Um, That's called a Saturday yeah, it's night, really baby. Cool. Oh wow, that sounds <laughs> terrible. And so it, a lot of the his art is to do with that being stuck some somewhere, and also like it's all biomechanics. Which um, is is really what the aesthetic of the alien is is like biomechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is yeah. super cool, and it's all airbrushed. He does his stuff with uh, airbrush, yeah, which no shit. Uh, allows this like real glossiness, which I think is captured really well by the um, by the movie. Yeah, and it's there's a big theme of f- femininity and like suffering. Suffering is is a big part of it, and and life being suffering. Yeah. Um, a good little fact that everyone talks about, and it's a bit like it almost doesn't really matter that you know this for his art. Like just just look at it. But people always talk about it. Is that his girlfriend? Uh, to, that uh, I mean towards this before he even became famous for his art or anything i'm pretty sure uh committed suicide oh shit um wow and that really really messed with him yeah um so you have a lot of like the relationship between life and death and being born and this sort of and she shot herself i think yeah she shot herself 
Um, so you have like the merging of flesh and machine mm. uh, is 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 what his art Bro, uh, revolves that's so around. Interesting. Yeah. So he also looks tragic. now. Like a cool guy, and I'm gonna make fun of him. He just does look I feel like a like machine, it. though. He, he, he looks like a big goblin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm HR Giger, kinda, and this is my art. I use airbrushes. Talks like a goblin too. <laughs> I like I'm going to include to make a car out of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I like the woman figure, but I'm gonna make it out of different pipes Dude, and metal tubing. You sound like Tarantino <laughs> if he smoked more cigarettes. <laughs> He's yeah, also German, I don't which, like you know, we should fucking respect the heritage. Um, yeah, okay. But, yeah, so, sure. Giger was, he's a, he's like a... Giger. 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 How do you say it? Giger? Giger? Giger. 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 Um, Giger was like That's how a, I've heard it said, at least. Uh, he was like a painter, but he also had a background in industrial design, which kind of makes yeah. fucking sense that he would, like... Cause all, he did all, a lot of sculptures. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, well, yeah. Out of... Um, Raw material. Yes, dude. Uh, I'm about to get into yeah. that. Um, yeah. So, when uh, Ridley Scott and Dan O'Bannon, who's the screenwriter, were um, like, you got a real cinnamon stiff right there. I, got a I can, big I can cinnamon stiffy man. <laughs> you got a real stiff I'm right there. I can hear it banging up against the mic, just being like, Stephamar. let me in. I'm the stiff man. <laughs> um, All right. Go for I, uh, it, stiff boy. So Ridley Scott and Dan O'Bannon making the movie, and they saw the Necronomicon, which is one of Ridley Scott's books. It's a crazy fucking book. Yep. Look it up; it's insane. Really cool. Um, and they approached um HR to like do some designs for them, and it turns out that um Necron number four and number five in the book, uh, they were the basis for the Xenomorph, and they are like, if you look at them, they're they're almost identical to what's in the movie because yeah. like they just love really scott loved the the design so much he was just like dude make this like a real suit and then who else is going to make a 3d version of a 2d painting better than the original artist so gaga was like yeah. okay i will i will do it myself um and if they had that that idea of the metaphor for rape then yeah. this alien plays into that perfectly yeah. because it's this massive phallus of a of a head true that big dickhead. sort of and then and then yeah and then the mouth extends out yeah. as like a second layer yeah, as well and true. and yeah and it's um yeah so uh you spoke about uh him making things with raw materials earlier um mm-hmm. the alien suit is made of real bones condoms and a human skull <laughs> so mm-hmm. Which is just horrific. Like, that is yep. disgracefully disgusting, but also incredible. Um, yeah, so, the dude is not afraid of getting real deep yeah. and dark and doing some... Doing some real bone shit. Bone crunching. Yeah, literally. Bone crunching times, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alan. But, but um, Giga also designed... Uh, Basically, every, everything surrounding LV-426, which is the planet where they find the alien ship and the eggs and stuff. So, he designed... Oh, that's so cool. He designed... <laughs> yeah, he designed, like, the planet-looking thing and the um, ship. The home base. That shot... Yeah. That shot of the ship on the horizon when they're walking up yeah. to it is just, like... That fucking sticks with me, man. I would legitimately consider getting that shot like tattooed on me somewhere. It's just I think so I think this good. movie has the best lighting ever yeah. in a film. Well, I don't know about ever in a film, but it does yeah, have incredibly oh, good it. lighting. It's so good and it makes yeah. the 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 all the practical effects work. I 
it, there's some bits where you can tell that they lit it so it would work. And if, if they hadn't have lit it the way that they did, it wouldn't have worked as well. It would have yeah. looked, you would have been able to see the roughness around the edges. Mm. And I think that's a, something that a lot of movies, when I go back from this, this sort of era, missed out on is, is forcing something that almost doesn't work to work. And this movie does that oh so well. I mean, for example, like they have, the, you know, those panels that people make out of like an egg, ca- egg carton and like and like uh, some tubing and then they just spray paint it all, all silver. Oh, yeah, like all original Star yeah. Wars props. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they do the, that in this movie, but for whatever reason, the, the attention to detail is just a bit greater yeah, and things or just look more realistic. It, the things lighting like is dark a, enough that you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. And that too. And that too. And they've used, you know, a, the, the scene is blue, so yeah. it doesn't really, you, you sort of just see, it, it just works better. You know? Yeah. It's very smart in that way. Um, so yeah, I, I Gaga designed LV four two six in the ship, and also like, why do you keep his Giga? Giga, Giga, the Giga, the the video that I watched called him Giga, um, uh, like a Giga counter, um, because he's made of yeah. radioactive imagined Radio dragons. Radio Giga. Um, that's what R stands for in his uh names, Harold Radioactive Giga. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, so a really smart thing that they did is like, they had one guy, Gaga, design, uh, all of the alien stuff. And then they had another guy design all of the human stuff because those two things should be very different. Like they should look like they were, they are literally from different civilizations. And the guy who designed a lot of the human stuff was this French comic book artist called Mobius, who is also really fucking cool. What? He did some, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, he did some... I, I know Mobius. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. Um, he did some art I didn't know for the that. movie and everything. Yeah, he designed a lot of the... Um, very good retro-futuristic yeah. art look up, artist. Look up some yeah. of his, his art. It's M-O-E-B-I-U-S. Um, that makes a lot of sense because... As soon as I saw those helmets, I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. oh, I started rubbing my feet and my hands together. Yeah, I can imagine like, oh, you doing yeah. that. Oh, this stuff. Rubbing your feet with your hands <laughs> oh. and rubbing your head with your feet. Yeah, yeah. And I, I put my feet on the ground and my head in the sky. Yeah, put condoms on your skull. And I pray. And- and yeah, th- just like the the conception of the <laughs> review for Alan, they put condoms, <laughs> condoms in the skull. On the dickhead. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot at the car. Um, uh, oh wait, we in the dog oh. box. Okay, hold on. We have to talk about that at the end of the thing. Um, what? The um, Leguizamo Rama. We'll talk about it at the end. No, we don't. Yes, we do. We'll, we'll talk about it on, on the John Wick episode. And anyway, um, <laughs> the, the, like, otherwise, uh, other than the, like, conception of the alien, uh, the, like, lore around the alien is just really fucking the contraception well done. The- yeah. <laughs> they, they um, so, like, the life cycle of the alien is shown throughout the movie, right? You see the egg, yeah. you see the thing be born from the egg, egg and, like, latch onto its host and then plant the little babby into the Alan, to, into the cane man, the John John Hurt. <laughs> and then it goes away and hides somewhere on the ship yeah. and grows billions of feet tall. <laughs> it grows, yeah. It grows from, like, one foot to seven feet in, like, you know, it's half amazing. an hour. Um, yeah. And it scoots across the table in just my favourite movement in all of film <laughs> <Yeah>! history. <laughs> just after the chestburster scene, it just, like, scoots along the table. It's literally just, like, a second so shot. Cute. It is very funny. But um, on yeah. the on the chestburster scene, um, 
you talk about the ethics of a film set, uh, especially a horror film set. Maybe yeah, a little bit fucked up. This is my up. favorite fact. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently, uh, the actress who played Lambert, who uh, her name is. Do you have her name? No, you never have names. Fuck no. no I, absolutely. I'm looking not. at. Um, Lambert, I'm looking at Cub Cub Penguin right now. Who was Veronica Cartwright? Um, and the guy who played Parker, whose name is uh, Yefet Kodo. They well, the, so the whole crew was not told what was going to happen in that scene, um, yeah. and obviously the whole acting crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously that was pretty fucking horrific. So when like they when John Hurt started to cough and like choke, they literally thought that it wasn't part of the scene. They were like, "Oh my god, John's choking on his food or something. We need to like help him." And they were like, oh, wow, we're going to, like, watch our friend die on set. And then the chestburster thing happens and they all, as you can see, on like, in the cut that they use, yeah. they fucking scream. Like, Chris, um, Veronica Cartwright, it just screams. And that was, like, a real scream. That was not mm. acting. That was a real scream. And also, um, Yafet Kodo apparently, allegedly, after that scene, went into his room and didn't come out for, like, two days. So, <laughs> kind of fucked up, but also, like... Wow, Ridley, you're uh, yeah. you're kind of Ridley. Ridley Scott is uh, from everything I ever see of him, kind of a dick. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he gets results. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, look, I mean, and, and and it's so funny because once you know that fact, if you if that scene is actually ruined, those those awesome reactions, which you know, uh, really add to the scene. Uh, um, if you don't know that the context behind it, uh, like. They work really well because they're so real. That I mean, they are real. Yeah. Um, but if you know it's happening, then you also see them sort of looking around because after the after people sort of the, the actors sort of realize that um, this is obviously like uh, effects going on. Yeah. And not uh, a a real. <laughs> Uh, man's chest getting blown yeah. open, um, and they they sort of you can see them. They look at the crew. They look around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then they sort of gain. gain they go back into the scene mentally, and then the uh, the rest of the reactions uh, are a little bit blunted um, as to what they could be, um, but they're more genuine. Yeah which is really interesting. It's a weird balance because obviously the, the idea behind doing that is to get the most realistic or the most heightened reactions that, that you could get. But it means that if someone was to be like, all right, and then just walk off set or like walk towards the camera or like look direct or be like, hey, David. Yeah. The the gaff man. What what's going on? Why is this happening? <laughs> what the uh, fuck, something really? like that. It would have ruined the scene. Yeah. But somehow they yeah it made it, it worked. I mean um, yeah, there's a, there's, shouldn't have done it. Yeah, but it's they probably got the like initial couple of shots, and then the crew was like, "What the fuck, Ridley?" And then they got the like shots I'm after Ridley that because there was a few cuts in <laughs> Me there. Me and HR Giga <laughs> are gonna do best bit. HR Giga's like over in the corner. He's like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I put a condom in his skirt. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was talking about the uh, the like law behind the aliens. So, like, you've got the you've got the life cycle of the being, and it becomes the chestburster, and then it becomes the xenomorph, and then like at the end, which I didn't really pick this up when I was watching it, but um, it makes sense in hindsight. The end when the aliens like um, curling up in uh, the escape 
pod thingy and it's not really attacking Ridley is because it's like found a quiet place to die and that's like the end of its life cycle because it's already found yeah. new hosts. So it's it's like the whole life cycle of this being is laid out in front of you, but you're not told you are shown, which is just like very good basic filmmaking and also really good yeah. for world building where you just that's like one of the issues we have with things like Star Wars now mm. where like every part of that universe is starting to be explained. We don't have any of like that mystery and wonder that we had from the original stuff where which Alien still sort of has where like the the jockey we still don't well actually no we do kind of know what's going on there because of Prometheus and like the prequels and everything which are like yeah. really cool still really cool world building and I I kind of like those movies but um Jockey, like the first time you see the space jockey, where that like elephant looking dude who's sitting in that big, huge like telescope thing, that is just like so strange and cool. And it, the fact that it's not addressed for the rest of the movie, like they don't like look into it and they're like, oh, he was a space pilot. Like you just see that one very brief shot of him and then they sort of look at it and then they find out like it looks like, you know, he exploded from the inside or something and then they just leave and that's all you see of the space jockey. Like, so fucking cool. And also on a few things on the space jockey. So um, in that very brief shot, it was almost cut because it's a huge and very expensive set in that scene, but it's a very brief shot. So they basically, like, you could argue that they sort of wasted all that money on that very brief shot. But... Um, in order to save money, they didn't... So in the shot, it looks like the the space jockey is, like, huge, you know? Like, they, 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 it looks like the space jockey is, like, you know, like 10 or 12 feet tall or something, and the people are walking past it, and they're really small. In that shot, the people look really small because in those suits are actually really Scott's children, and the space jockey is actually, like, sort of normal human size. So just for that very brief shot, they got these kids, put them in space suits got the shot of them just walking past it and then cut back to, like, you know, the close-up of them, in the, of the adults in the spacesuit. So, like, that's just, like, you know, smart filmmaking, good good budget usage. Um, also on the space jockey, um, the they had the actual set piece um, at the premiere in, in 1979. I can't remember where it was, probably L.A., um, but overnight it was fucking burned down by religious zealots because they said it was the work of the devil. <laughs> So uh, they burn the, which is true. Yeah, I mean, is, that's accurate. Yeah, <laughs> HR Digiga is I'm devil. HR stands for I am devil. Um, Henry Real Devil. <laughs> devil. Um, the D is son. Um, but yeah, so space jockey is just like one of my favorite things. It's so fucking cool. If you want to see more, yeah, of it, it also go looks like Prometheus. a dude. It looks like a dude, a real fat dude in a, a lazy boy. <laughs> it does, yeah. It's got like an elephant trunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And obviously the ship and like the um, the eggs and stuff is also just like part of that world building. Um, and yeah, I just, I think it's really cool. It's just, it's all, it's all about like you show someone this image, you don't explain it and you just like, let people sort of either piece it together and go like, oh, you know, I guess that's like the mothership where like the queen was or something. Or you just let them go, what the fuck, that's crazy, and move on to the next scene. Yeah, like Because exactly. it's all like, it's all just great imagery. And yeah, I just I just like yeah. that they, they, don't, they don't care about really explaining it. I mean, they sort of have, again, with the new movies, they sort of have cared about explaining it, but like... 
Yeah, know, the most great. chunky part of the movie is when the guy's like, oh, he was a robot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At one point, um, after the robot reveal. Yeah. Which, to be fair, you can't... Re- because it's like a weird robot with, like, fleshiness yeah, to it. Yeah, and milk. It's like you can't... You're not necessarily sure. Like, I wasn't sure that it was a robot. I was like... Is he another Alan? Yeah. Uh, oh, what's going on? And then, and then the yeah. But I would have figured it out, obviously, yeah. from like the tech, the tech boy stuff that goes on later. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot that that was a plot point too, like the alien stuff. That's a really good. Like they didn't need to add that in the movie, but the fact yeah. that they did is just great. Like it just adds. Yeah, like, it's a second, question. second sort of twist as well that, yeah. that is totally unexpected, and I think like. This movie does it as you're really saying is it, it does a good job of not explaining things. Yeah. Like they're not like, oh, here's all the data on the in fact they make a point of they never figure out what the fuck how to how to fuck with the alien. Yeah. Really. Uh they it's perfect thing, they, man. They never get the the right data. And there's no scene where it's like, oh, the alien the alien jumps from a crate. Oh yeah, it's got jumping powers. Yeah, and then it stings something with its cool tail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got stinging powers. Yeah. You just like it does shit, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the only, the only, the closest thing to that that there is is the acid blood, which is actually another interesting yeah. story behind that. Is like, uh, the acid blood was put in pretty late. It was that was put as a plot point. It was put in like after the movie or after the script had basically been written because um, really, oh, Dan O'Bannon, the writer was trying to think about like, okay, what reason would these people have for not just shooting it? Cause you know, when you're in horror movies and you're like, ah, oh, just, you know, just run outside or just shoot it. With yeah. Your just gun talk to each other. Like, yeah. 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 Um, and obviously the, the answer there is that you can't shoot it because it has acid blood that will burn through the hull of your spaceship, which is like, yeah. it's very smart. It's kind of corny, but it's also cool. <laughs> And it's not even... I don't think it was corny then because this yeah. is, like, I don't know, pretty new. Yeah. It, it it's, comes from, like, the golden era of sci-fi movies, yeah. but this is a sci-fi movie that was a little bit more demonic. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it also adds to, like, the, the perfect being mythos where, like, it is literally, like, it has so many defense mechanisms that it's, like, it is literally, you know, this this ideal perfect being which is like so i don't know it's so it's so philosophical man as it like the perfect being is also like super grotesque and like an antagonist to humans you know it's commentary yeah yeah and um yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah. it's like humans Um, are like a disease bro (laughs) It's like uh, my doctor said humans are all a virus. Oh, my God. And he put his finger in my bum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am. He's not my doctor. I just uh, call him doctor. Uh, my boyfriend. <laughs> um, his name's H.R. Giga. I'm back. <laughs> uh, he's, no, keep his weird yeah, he's dead. fingers away from me. He's dead. Um, no, he isn't. Yes, he is. He died uh, in 2014. Is he really? Yeah, he died in 2014. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't feel bad for but making fun of him, back. stupid he's idiot. He's back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm a Giger and I'm back. <laughs> Huge reality Giger. I have everything. <laughs> hey, Ralph <Great>. Giger. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible rectum Giger. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs> All right, um, can I talk about the alien getting horny? 
Alien. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> so we um we mentioned how <laughs> I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> Fuck you, horny alien. Um, we mentioned how like HR Giga's stuff is like kind of sexy. Like it's kind of, well, it's not really yeah. sexy. It's like. It's like sexual. Horny, really. I, don't think, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's sexy necessarily by my standards, but um, but uh, the no, original, it deals with sex a lot though. The original ending in the movie, and insemination and things like that. The original ending in the movie. You know how um, there's that um really super fucking disgusting male gaze shot right at the end where Ripley just like seemingly takes off her clothes for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I. I. I was. I said, I was like, uh, yeah. oh no. Yeah. And I was like, and my brother was like, I think that, I, I think that it does actually make sense that she would do that in this context. I mean, then there's the shot that is like her putting on the spacesuit where it's just like at a, just not at the best angle yeah. ever. No. Not just an unnecessary angle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, well, the idea was that like she was about to get in the, cryo freeze thingy and yeah. when I mean when they got out at the start of the movie they were also not wearing much clothes but also like and Ridley, you can see the dude's docks you can yeah you yes, can see you, those can. you definitely can but like yeah. the writers could have just written like they're all wearing jumpsuits or something like yeah, <laughs> they yeah. didn't have they were to wearing make them naked huge pajamas. But, no, but at so, the same time Matt like it's just the human body that's true you know? it is like um it, they can be. They could have been naked. Well, speaking in of fact, being naked, to be honest, it would have made it interesting if they were. Oh, naked would way, you let but, me finish yeah. my sentence? <laughs> the original <laughs> ending had her getting naked. Uh, it had uh, her getting naked, and then the alien got real horny, and it started like uh, trying to like go up to Ripley, and it was like doing a good like. Uh, the 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 thing I watched was like the wait, alien. Really? Yeah, yeah, legit. It would like it had her getting naked, and then the alien walks up to her and is like looking at her and they're seemingly like comparing their naked bodies. It's like touching itself and shit. It's very sexy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, what the fuck? Yeah. I think dude, they changed really that. As a yeah. Weird dude. Yeah. He is weird, dude. He's very weird, dude. Um, but yeah, so they, they, they didn't do that, which I'm kind of glad. Cause that would have just been like next level of unsettling, you know, like I don't need to see that alien. Also at the end, at the end of the movie too like also i think yeah the i i feel like the alien is the alien? a cool part about it is that it's androgynous yeah and like totally is just like this force of reckoning yeah has nothing to do with in fact it's anti-human it's it's yeah. it's the 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 counterpiece to humanity and like gendering it or sexualizing it even though it is in uh, a metaphorical, metaphorical sense to do with sex, um, and has a lot of symbolism to do with that. It's as a being itself shouldn't be sexualized. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. It would have been fucking bad. Yeah, <laughs> but um, what they did do instead is have her defeat the Alan by getting it to jump out of a door. Yeah, and <laughs> then they cut to a space. shot. They cut to the shot of the of the. I guess it's like. The rocket vehicle, whatever. Yeah, like the, the, rocket, the escape thing. The escape pod thing. And <laughs> and you can see the full Alan man in the yes. suit. And yes. just go... <laughs> <laughs> and it just looks not good. <laughs> it looks very funny. Um, <laughs> because then you realise, like, 
it in that moment it looks like a person. Yeah, 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 know? yeah. And there's a, whereas in the rest of the movie it's very alien. Yeah, there is yeah. one or two of those shots where you're like, oh, I can see that that's a suit. Like there's this shot that I, yeah. I that keeps being shown in all these video essays where like the Alan's like walking past the screen and you just see its hand. And you just see like it's such a suit because its fingers are all just like weird and limp and not moving. <laughs> like it's very funny. But um, you mentioned the thing about uh, the androgyny before. Um, the script was also written uh for completely androgynous characters uh all of the characters were not gendered in the script um and they just ended up with the the actors that they ended up with which happened to be majority male and only one black character but you know um i think ripley that that dude that that black dude has a really big mouth yeah yafat koto (laughs) yeah um Oh, that's his name? Yeah, that's such yeah, a cool yeah, name. Yeah, it is a cool name. Yafat Koto. I also really love those two characters. The um, They're like the mechanics of the ship. Yeah. And one and of them is just straight up Roland Dankies all film. Yeah, he <laughs> He's <is>. just splunking <laughs> off yeah. all film and, <laughs> yeah. and like, also, I don't know. I think is, is that... It, it, sometimes in these films it, it feels like the point is that you can't tell if it's a cigarette or a, yeah, a joint, or a joy, but yeah. the idea is the filmmaker's been like, yeah, we like weed. Yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> Put it in my film. It was the, the late 70s, so they were probably smoking a fuck yeah. ton of weed. Um, H.R. Giga definitely smoked a lot of weed. He was from Germany, so... No, I feel like it was either, like, he did or he... He was one of those didn't. crazy and he people just did who, like, cat, didn't even... And he, and he laid in grass. Well, he, he, might, he might also just be one of those dudes that, like... I was about to call them crazy, but they're actually just like normal health conscious people yeah, where, who just like people. don't do any drugs, don't drink coffee, don't do yeah. anything. Like, and they just—he's just naturally fucking yeah. got this wild but, brain. But he does—he does keep all of his skin that falls. He off. does, yeah, and he puts uh, yeah. it in a big jar, and then he puts all of his My Little Ponies yeah. in there, and then he's and then he's in um, Austin Powers. That's true. He is um, cold member. Was he? No, he wasn't. Don't fuck with me. No, okay. but that guy is HR Giga. <laughs> The guy that keeps his all of his skin in a jar or, or like peels it off. What? In in Austin Powers. <laughs> Did we watch the same Austin Powers? <laughs> <laughs> Austin Powers, I think it's Goldmember. There's a character that it's disgusting, and I'm sorry for everyone listening, but it's Alan. <laughs> so you're gonna get some gross shit. Um <laughs> That, like, you literally, there's a scene where he peels off his skin and the idea is that he peels it off and he eats it. Oh, that's And that's, up. like, his thing. And All that right. guy kind of looks like H.O.P. Stop talking about that right now. I'm correct myself. I said that Yafat Koto was the only black actor on set. The alien, the alien, the person who played the Alan was actually black as well. It was a, this is a weird story. It's a... A young design student called Balahi Badejo, which is an awesome name, um, but he is about, like, seven foot tall and apparently Ridley Scott or someone just, like, came across him in a cafe one day and was like, you are what we're looking for. Do you want to come be Alan on the set? (laughs) Because he was, like, Uh. really tall and had, like, long, like, sort of gangly limbs that they were looking for. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, like... I know it's it's kind of cool. Like it, it's nice. I hope he was like I don't know treated okay on set. But um, yeah. All right. What we won't tell you is that. You- <laughs> I wonder when they told him yeah. that, that it's full of condoms yeah. and it's a human fucking what skull. He was gonna wear. No, there's some behind the scenes footage of um. I guess him just like. 
I guess, auditioning or, like, practicing the alien movements, and he's just wearing, like, this, like, black morph suit and just the alien head, and it looks <laughs> really funny. <laughs> um, uh, the original alien head design um, has just a human sort of skull at the end, the original design that right. HRG did. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, but... Was it at all necessary to put the fucking skull in the thing? No. I don't know. The answer is obviously no. But I actually think it's cool. And I think that that's actually, like, there's no actual issue with that. It it might give people the heebie-jeebies, but really there's, I mean, it's just a skull. It's just, I mean, the person is a dead person. Mm. They are no longer here. And therefore, their body parts should be used to make a cool film yeah. called Alan. Imagine, ima- how how the fuck do you reckon he got his hands? I guess he's HR Giger, he can do that kind of stuff. But like, I think pe- how I did think he get that skull. I I think he goes to clubs in Berlin and, and they're like, people? just and just they're like, oh, just take part of the chairs. It's all made of bones. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Imagine, take a chair home. Imagine Adrian. being that person who. Hey, like, I made your you looking you're looking down from the afterlife. And you're like, ah, oh, my skull yeah. was used as the Allen. Thank you, Harry <laughs> Ralph that <would> be Geiger. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking sick, man. That would be sweet. Like, to be honest, I, I rather than I don't know putting my fucking bones in a well and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> I don't know pouring pouring a bunch of stuff in there and making a nice pie. Do something cool, like I don't know. Make my skeleton like make into. Me an owl. <laughs> you, you know, you know what all those scenes in movies where someone gets electrocuted and you can see their skeleton for a yeah. second. <laughs> I, my, I want my skeleton to be that that dude. <laughs> so I have another fun fact, um, and this one's pretty fucking wholesome, actually. So in 2019, so this movie was released in 1979. This is 2019. Do the math there, because I'm not going to. In New Jersey... Seven years. Okay, that'll do. Um, a high school in New Jersey put on a stage adaptation of Alien, which gained so much <laughs> yeah. media attention that Ridley Scott wrote them a letter of congratulations, donated money to the school so that they could have an encore performance, and Sigourney Weaver turned up to that encore performance. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and there's, like, pictures of her, cool. like, meeting the cast and everything. It was just all these, like, 17-year-olds, like, oh, my God, it's Sigourney Weaver! <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Uh, so, 2014, you said. 2019. What year? 19. 2019. Were they like that? Or were well, they like, no, Why because you? they would understand how famous she was because they'd seen her in Avatar and they also uh, would have had yeah. to have watched the actual Alien movie in to be Alan, doing yeah. the Alan stage show. And and as the you Alan, know, every, musical. <laughs> every US student at age 14 is forced to watch Gorillas in the Mist. That's true. Starring Skinny Weavins. Skinny Weavins. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm school from the I'm Skinny Weavins. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's all of the comedy on the show is just mispronouncing people's names. Yeah. But that's all comedy is. Man... Calm down. Put some condoms in a skull. Fly <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So we did Alan. It's a great movie. Have you seen any of the um the sequels? So. So. Once again, yes, but I don't remember. Yeah. Them. I've seen Professor Professor Mythos. Yeah, and I'm considering doing a little run-through of the films, but I might save it so we can do it on the show. Maybe we will. Maybe. (laughs) 
Um, um, yeah. Do you care for Predator? I I don't think I think I've seen like half the original Predator, and then I also oh didn't I go see the new Predator with you in cinemas in like twenty seventeen whenever it came out? Sounds. Fake. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did that in like twenty seventeen when Predators or Predator or whatever the fucking thing was. The, the Predator and Aliens no. and Predator both. No, have, I've never seen. They that. have the same issue. The sequel to Aliens is no. The sequel to Alien is called Aliens. And there's Predator, and then there's Predators, and then there's The Predator, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then there's another one that's just called Predators with Dogs And to throw back to your viewing experiences earlier in your life, same with uh, Fast and Furious movies. So Yeah, that's true. In that way, they are connected. Too Fast, Too Aliens. Did you ever go on the Alan ride at uh, (laughs) Warner Brother Movie World? No, I don't think so. Wait, did they still yeah. have? I think I went there in like twenty, oh no, like two thousand nine or ten or something. Yeah, Maybe I went there after this. you, oh. and I think they did have it. Ah. Or I'm misremembering fucking, it. Oh, that's got to be an old ride, man. Yeah, yeah, and I remember all. I don't even remember what the fucking ride was at all. <laughs> I just remember that the like entrance to it was sort of jazzed up to be like a spaceship time. Yeah, hell yeah. And it was terrible, <laughs> and it smelled like piss. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, how, how many, how many, um, let me ask you a question, me after you, yeah. how many, um, trash bags do you think were used on <laughs> the set of this film? Well, they did, I know they used like lamb guts and shit to make, uh, some of the yeah. sets, so probably lots, <laughs> lots of trash bags. I feel like bags. most of the set is just trash bags sort of taped together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's what, like, especially if you have that lighting that low, you can get away with just, like, yeah. your, like, spaceship being just, like, you know, egg cartons and trash bags. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's really brilliant. I, I I wish I did more research on the lighting to, to, descri- to describe why it's so good, yeah. but I, I will just say, like, I did say earlier, oh, it's the best lighting in a film ever, but... It Joel really Big makes it Anderson. takes this movie. It takes this movie from like a say a huge red four, four four Allens out of five to five Allens out of five. Like, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that that's because it's like this. The story is very interesting, but it um I don't know that the dialogue is just kind of regular and and yeah and. And but what makes this movie this movie is the design um, and the lighting. Yeah, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, it really and also it, and just the concept behind the album. Yeah, it really isn't the the dialogue, is it? Because like I I remember yeah. like thinking about the show don't tell stuff, and I was like, it's a fucking good thing they didn't try to explain it to us because like the sound mixing is also just not great. Like sometimes yeah, you just like can't. If it, this is like there'll be like a character in the foreground, character in the background talking to each other, and like the background character you just barely hear them. <laughs> like or like they'll be trying yeah. to talk over like some fucking steam shooting in front of them or something. It's just like the the audio I, but i mean people don't want as i said people don't watch this movie for the fucking dialogue do they they watch it for the hour yeah exactly they watch it for the alan and do it for the hour. i actually did have that at four that's good that you brought that up because i did have that thought i think i even wrote it down as a note i was like everything looks beautiful but it everything sounds like, sounds I like rec- it sounds like i recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah and, and this movie um also suffers from Star Wars syndrome with the mon- monitors. Yeah. <laughs> like the idea, we've talked about it before, but the idea that 
technology has advanced to the point that you can have space truckers <laughs> and 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 like just commercial space vehicles, which is a thing at the moment. But yeah. not it doesn't look like this. Um, but also, all the monitors are still pong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are still just pong yeah. playing on a, a Commodore sixty four. That's that. That's that. Like funny idea of like 70 the 70s 80s idea of like computer future where it's like we'll have the same like visual input that we have right now but there'll just be heaps of them and there'll be more flashing also just like a word on something i do hate about this movie there is constantly just fucking constantly beeping or flashing lights in this movie this is i like that beeping and flashing lights the movie (laughs) like I really like that about the movie. I think that makes the movie good. <laughs> it's like I, visual and auditory ambience man, going on constantly. Uh, but yeah, well, let's wrap it up. Epileptics um, would have an issue with this movie. Yeah, definitely. That's for sure. Um, All right. So go follow us on Instagram at Instagram Alan. podcast. Instagram Alan. He's here to eat all of your little likes. Yummy, yummy, at yummy. Ridley Scott 65. At HR um, Giga. <laughs> HR the Allen Giga. <laughs> uh, you're at um, Smells Good. And I am at Radical Acceptance and Cinnamon. Yes, sir. So My don't favorite follow me there. on Instagram. Thank you, sir. Um, and uh, do you That's have any it. quick recommendations this week? Anything good you've been consuming? Meek's cutoff. Tasty. What is that? Is Gum- that a food? And or a, gummo. Is a, gummo is so fucking weird, Is that man. a nonsense <laughs> word? Is that a real thing? What are you saying right now? Gummo, yeah. directed by Harmony, Harmony Corinne. That's a director cool name. Of, uh, r- writer of kids. Okay. Oh, anyway. true, yeah. Hummer. Okay, cool. Yeah. Gummo. It's weird. Um, I have... Uh, I recommend it. I did a really adult thing this week. Instead of buying, like, food to put in my tummy and, like, keep me full, mm-hmm. I instead bought a Switch Pro Controller and Link's Awakening. And uh, it's fucking awesome. I don't regret my decision. I'm beating rice and beans for the rest of my life, but I love it. Um... So I've been playing the shit out I would of like to, um, remake and I love it. I would like to not recommend a film. Okay. Uh, Cat Sick Blues. Oh. Don't watch it. <laughs> cool. Fuck All off. Right. That movie can fuck right Cat-sick off. Cat Sick Blues. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Joel, I love you. Alan? I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. 